You're listening to The Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and A-Love. They're here to make you come on a journey with them as they indulge you in all of your naughtiest thoughts while navigating sex with nonchalance. And a whole lot of Crisco, of course. Hey, everybody. You're listening to The Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and A-Love. How's everybody doing today? <laughs> what's up? What's up? So we're not together again because it's cold and that just, you know, it costs it's, a lot of money to get to you. It's cold as fuck, yo. And, like, did you see the shit? It's going to be, like, 67 degrees on Sunday or something like that. I know. And I can't even get a tan because it's going to be fucking Cloudy out. It is going to be cloudy, but at least it's not going to be like 28 or whatever the fuck it was today. I know, it was so bad. I'm, I've been freezing. I just got over being sick for like the 85th time already, so I'm just sick of this fucking winter. It needs to be over already. Uh, yeah, me and the boy have been pretty sick too, like sniffles and whatever, and I started this new fucking job, so it's like, uh, but... Oh, sniffles. Sniffles, exactly. Oh, sniffles. If you hear somebody in the background throughout the episode, just a heads up, we have a silent partner, but also one that once in a while speaks. They're shy. So if you hear them, I'm not going to give them their name because they're too shy for that. But if you're in case you're questioning the third party voice, yeah, <laughs> we'll call you Sniffles for the rest of the episode. <laughs> we're not just being rude and like not introducing the person. So, you know, like, they're not like putting baby in the corner or anything like that. Yeah. I want you to put baby in the corner. Well, that's cool. <laughs> we'll change it to our gear and we'll put you in the corner. <laughs> um, so the first thing I want to do tonight on our episode is, um, because when we do our episodes where we don't have like an actual guest, I do like to sort of open it up to obviously us catching up on sex and stuff, but also um, I like to open it up and ask people questions. I didn't do this very long ago because I fucked up. I've had a very busy day. But I did ask my Twitter world if they have any questions for us. Aaron, do you have that ready to read? Oh, yeah, I do, actually. Oh, cool. I feel useful for a change. You're an idiot. It is. All right, here we go. Oh, and I love this. Give their handle uh, just because shout out to them. All right, cool. It's at the bitch underscore witch. Username, the witch, wrestle witch. One of our one of our friends and followers of our podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good? I just liked I just liked your thing. I mean, you won't hear this for a bit, but like you know, you'll know that in real time. I liked this tweet while <laughs> reading it. <laughs> so, have either of you had a customer or client that you were like, "Man, I would interact with you at zero cost." Ooh. That's a good question. That is a really interesting question. What about you, girl? What's your answer? I don't, why do I? Why do we defer to me? Why don't uh, you? Answer? Okay. Yeah, there totally was. This was like, I think I was like, well, I was younger, and <laughs> and uh, this guy, he was like. I don't know, maybe like 16 years older than me or something like that. And he was like in a way better shape than me and like super nice. And like, it was the first time I encountered that kind of client who gets off on paying people, not because they like have any other reason or loneliness or other weird fantasy that none of their lovers will do. The pay pig fantasy thing. Yeah. So like, you know, just the thrill of that was like what he was into. But I definitely, if I had come across him on 
anywhere. I back then I think it was Manhunt. I would have definitely, yeah, definitely fucked him for free, no doubt. That's the only one though. <laughs> Cause let's be real. <laughs> I mean, I'll say this, like all of I never try to get into any type of sex work scenario that I'm not into from the start. And that even goes down to like even just um direct customer sales. If I'm getting a bad vibe, I'm I'm pulling out immediately. So and that I like to try to make that lap over. Luckily for me, because I do so well in my video sales. I no longer have to do as much hustling with other sex work stuff. But when I do, I still try to be as choosy as I possibly can and only really get into scenarios that I actually would enjoy. Sure, there are things that I will do that I might not be necessarily comfortable with or do on my own. But those are the things I'm going to really charge a lot more for because I'm not comfortable doing those things. Like, for example, when people want me to be in a dominant position, I'm not a trained dom, first of all. That's first and foremost. And second of all, so, like, I'm not – I'm already not comfortable doing a lot of those things. But also, on top of that, it's not what I am innately into, so it's not going to flow. Like, it, it ha- it's more work for me. I'm going to show up and be an actress in that. I can do it. I don't mind doing it. I'm good at it. Right. There's a reason my jerk off instruction videos are like my top sellers. <laughs> However, um, you should rock many vids. Hell yeah! But at the same time, I personally like to be a part of situations that I actually will enjoy. And so, because of that, a lot of times I feel almost guilty taking money for something that I'm really thoroughly enjoying and would probably partake in on my own. So it's like it's definitely one of those things that I've I've had that weird conundrum after. Like, did I charge too much? Is this should I do that for free? Like, do they get extra? Like, you know, like I feel bad because I'm like, wow, that was fun. Like, I feel, I feel almost bad for enjoying it. But yeah. I also that ups the experience too, because you know, when somebody's actually enjoying the work that they're doing, you can tell, and it makes a difference. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean to shame any like past or present clients. I just mean to say that like, you know, maybe it's different for like the gay boys, like in the sense that like. I feel like when you're out there grinding or whatever people do these days, you kind of like can find people that are into most of the things that you're into. So like, I mean, I've been joking with a friend once, like literally it seems like, you know, queer escorting for guys is like all the fucking scat fetish dudes are like the number one like client calls. Like, I can't believe it. I was even like, I think, where the fuck was I? I was at some fucking museum and I like, they had some like video art project of like a bunch of sex workers, I think in London or something. And like, you know, even they were joking about like, you know, oh yeah, like a lot of these dudes are into shit. (laughs) Well, because I mean, a huge portion of people that are going to sex workers are going to them with fantasies and fetishes that other people aren't going to partake in on a normal basis. I I but that's the thing is I don't say yes. I, I uh, fortunately for myself am, have not had the displeasure of having to say yes to things that I am extremely uncomfortable right. with. No, I feel you. I feel but you. some people unfortunately can't be choosy. And that's the other part of it is that I can't sit here and say, oh, this is the, the model for sex work that you should be following. You should always do things you like. You can't always do things you like. Sometimes you have to pay the goddamn bills. So it's not this fluffy, oh, I get to do whatever I want. Sometimes, yeah, I have to take a dick in my throat that I don't want to take. Sure. 
for sure. But I try to make sure that the scenarios are more so on the side of me enjoying it versus me not. Yeah, I mean, the actual work itself. Not that I do any kind of illegal right. sex work, but. Right. So, <laughs> um, it's like, we all figure out how to, a way, you know, when you're doing it to get, like, your head into it to get get it pull it off have a repeat client maybe not like you know be able to have somebody that you you know trust better over time you know like look there's tons of decent you know clients out there who are just you know just looking for company and like to have like a chill adult time with like no complications and that's cool you know like I, I can get behind that, but like I don't know, maybe something's changed in the in, in the span of a few decades. Like I do not believe there was such like a portion of people asking for shit. Like I think somehow maybe with like internet and like the advancement of all this pornography, we never used to be able to see that people have like gotten into their fetish. Yeah, but- I don't mean that the incidence wasn't there before. I mean to say that perhaps people's comfortability like. Oh, asking- okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, people don't people aren't afraid to say what they're into now. Like it's crazy. Yeah. They're like, oh, whatever, it's cool. We got fucking But that's interesting, right? Because like I, I do feel like at least even when we were back in college twelve plus years ago or whatever, that like, you know, people were kind of still very shy about talking about like their desires as much. And now people <laughs> don't seem to be I mean, I know we're in New York too, so <laughs> That skews the data a little bit, but I I don't have a lot of shit play people, so that not a lot. I shouldn't even say a lot. I've only been asked to do that stuff I think twice, and I said no, obviously both times. I'm not comfortable with that, just because like my initial reaction would be to show up as a therapist, (laughs) get to the root of your problems. I want to put you into some hypnotherapy. Let's go back in time. (laughs) Yeah, I mean it's interesting. Like I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't find it to be something that people need to work through, but I'm not going to kink shame. Um, Just try to be as healthy as you can because it's a very dirty thing. So, yeah, physically dirty, not saying it's naughty dirty. I'm just saying it's physically not healthy and sanitary. So, if you're going to do it, just be very, very, very cautious. Well, and I've been working in and out of healthcare for 20 plus years now. And I will tell you, like, it's just, you know, the bacterium, especially in other people's shit, is just... The problem is, my, 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 I'll just say this on it, is probably it's less harmful and easier in general to go find yourself therapy than to actually try to practice scatophilia in a healthy and safe way. It's probably easier to just get some help. I would probably try to go and understand that a little bit just because there is more health risks associated with it, you know, like hepatitis A, like, I mean, get vaccinated, protect yourself as much, harm reduction is always the name of the game, but like perhaps talk to somebody about that, <laughs> you know? I don't, it's not, you know, I don't like to do any kind of shaming and I'm not shaming in any sense. I'm being realistic and I, we've talked about this before. There are certain paraphilias that are directly connected to trauma, and that trauma needs to be worked through because right. otherwise, you are just perpetuating your own trauma by partaking in these extremely unhealthy acts. So you have to be careful right. what you sign yourself up for versus what you try to work past and through. You know what I mean? Like 
that's well, not yeah. so people have a, have a latex kink and they put latex on their body and they go about their day and good for you it's not going to harm you the same way that touching shit will so that's yeah. just I mean I, I would just say hey you know like there are people all over the spectrum nobody's saying you're crazy whatever we're not trained professionals at anything but like corpophilia is 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 a is a fetish. I've known people who have had it and they've been perfectly, you know, chill in some respects. Like, I didn't feel like they were serial killers, but like, anyways, yeah, we just talked about shit for a good time. Yeah, I mean, it's, let's just name this the shit play episode. Let's see. <laughs> have you ever seen a shit play porn? Oh, I cannot. I, when I was, what, 15, I saw Two Girls, One Cup, and I didn't watch all of it, but I watched enough to be scarred for life. Oh, and, I've seen that. <laughs> don't watch it. There's, it's just I not. mean, I, I have no interest in seeing people eat it. I'll be perfectly, like... I, say, I will say this. I think Two Girls, One Cup is directly linked to why my generation has a lot of the paraphilias and fetishes that they do. And the amount that people are talking about it. Two girls, one cup is girls shitting in cups, eating the shit, puking each other's mouths. Like, it's not. Yeah. It's like every fucking bodily function you can do into a cup and then drink it after. It's disgusting. Yeah, I think my generation is fucked up. I wonder if anybody's anybody has like thought to do like a dissertation or research on right. this. I say this all the time. I even said it online. I'm like, listen, I, I every time I want to shame someone in my generation for something fucked up that they do or say, I just think you saw two girls, one cup. Hitting <laughs> <laughs> oh what oh you, I feel like you're gonna get out of jail free card as a human being if you watch two girls and one motherfucking cup. Never mind one guy and one cup. The horrible fuck follow up. Oh my god, we should call this. <laughs> if you got to watch those things or had to or clicked on it accidentally as a child, honestly, you kind of almost get a pass at least for free therapy for the rest of your life. Like for fuck's goddamn sakes, you know, like we're trying to. Nobody wants to talk about that. We have all these politics going on. Why are people shooting people? And all that. Let's get to the fucking root of our people. It's two girls, one cup. We have a huge population of people that saw a fucking video they should never have watched. And that's it. And it was back before things were, like, truly policed online. And, like, there wasn't a dark web. It was just on the web. It was back when you could find, like, cats getting suffocated in bags on YouTube. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. Oh, you haven't watched the new Netflix special, Don't Fuck With Cats? Oh, I heard about it. But, By the way, yeah. the worst documentary I've ever seen. It looks like a YouTube video that, like, a guy that gets, you know, he has, like, 200,000 followers is, like, made. You know, it's just, like, the worst. It, like, shows you how to Google. It's, like, the worst fucking thing. Anyways, the point being, there are people <laughs> in our generation that have watched this stuff. This is, this that stays with you for a very long time. We wonder why we have sexual hangups and then we, like... I'm not, I'm not trying to defend it. I, I'm being obviously hyperbolic when I say that kind of thing, like, oh, we get a free path, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm being yeah. goofy, but at the end of the day, like, let's be serious. We should go back and fucking scoop that whole group of people up that press play and throw them in some goddamn therapy because we're all fucked up from it. So well, I mean, 
By the way, one guy, one cup was a guy sitting on a cup with his asshole, and then the cup crushed inside of him, and he pulled out each shard of glass on camera. Ah! That's a thing that I watched as a 15-year-old child, you know? This is killing my soul. The fact that I can orgasm without having my head smashed into a pulp is just, like, it's it's mind-blowing. There's no doubt doubt things like this socialize us, at the very least. You know, you know. Uh, we're, 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 like everybody right now that's like 31 to 35 we're dead behind the eyes you want to know why it's two girls one motherfucking cup that's we're, why we gotta call this episode two hosts one cup <laughs> uh, um <laughs> i can't tell if that's if that siren's on my end or yours no. like well, it could be both in all honesty you know brooklyn and queens what's up seriously <laughs> This is an interborough podcast. <laughs> interborough. That's great. Oh man. So, all right. Well, you know. Well, we can put that conversation to bed, I guess. Yeah. Good question. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why it's good that we only get a couple questions because you yeah, and I can yeah, talk we have for two minutes. years of content. Exactly. It's amazing. So. Well, yes. Yeah. No, go ahead. No, you go. <laughs> I forgot what we were going to talk about after that. Oh, I was going to talk about something I tweeted about today, which is that it's a super confusing oh, thing yeah. to be bisexual, pansexual, queer, general, whatever, you know, whatever your fluidity level is. <laughs> it's super confusing to be that, especially me being a sexual being in general, and have, like, people in my DMs and be, you know, I just... It's I, a lot of people replied to my tweet today about it and were like, I feel this because being bisexual means that, you know, obviously everybody that knows knows that I like everybody, but it doesn't take away the fact that a lot of women on women interaction is very affectionate. It's very like lesbian continuum. You know, I, I snuggle with my, my gal pals and I don't do that with my guy pals. Like mm-hmm. just, there's just a more of a level of affection to some of or a lot of the relationships and interactions I have with other women. And mm. because of that, it can be super fucking confusing because I got chicks sliding into my DMs, heart eyes in me and telling me like, oh girl, like I'd hold your hand, I did that, whatever. And I can't tell for the fucking life of me half the time if these are just women being affectionate like I'm normally used to for my friends and whatnot, or if these are people trying to legitimately hit on me. It's very confusing. Mm. That does sound. Wait, can before can I ask you like why you don't like uh, choose to use pansexual for sexuality? Um. Well, first of all, when I decided my sexuality and came out, like when I figured out not decided, but when I figured out the word for it, yeah. um, which was that I liked everything, but I don't like have one swinging preference or another. Um, right. Pansexual wasn't like a thing. That's true. I mean, it kind of was, maybe, but, like, in my little bubble of being 18, and this was, like, you know, 18 years ago. Um, what? That was 18 years ago? Oh, dog. It wasn't 18 years ago. It was 14 years ago. It was so close enough to 18. Um, but that was 14 years ago, so that I was just picking the, the term that made sense, and then... I was a little confused when I found out about pansexuality. I was like, well, does this, is this the word for me? Cause it kind of makes sense. 
But then Robin Oaks did like a, a big speech at our school and I was like, yo, fuck it. Bisexuality works too, because it implies I like it all. It doesn't matter. And I don't think that pansexual necessarily has to work for me, but it does as well. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. No, cool. Thank you for clarifying. We had that conversation before where I, it was confusing because it was like, yeah, implies there's yeah. two sexuality or yeah, there's two sexualities or it's two, but like, I don't think anymore it does. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like it, I mean, it's, it's kind of similar like to the idea of queer, queer on some level, you know, like at this juncture, it's like, you know, in kind of like, I guess the labels game, you pick what like you're most comfortable with and, you know, end up sticking with it. Cause like, it does kind of become ingrained in your identity a little bit. And like, you know what, you understand what it means to you. And that's like all that's really important. Right. And that's, and that's the thing is like, I like actually prefer to identify as queer because I, there's so many intersex conditions. There's so much on the spectrum of everything, gender, sexuality, sex, humanity, you know, that I don't think that any really one term kind of encompasses that so queer is my umbrella and I like to say that because that's how I feel but yeah. I also don't like bi erasure and I really yeah. I'm okay with people asking me that question like well aren't you kind of like pan like yeah sure I am pansexual but I want to make sure that bisexuality isn't this dark dirty word and that right. I'm erasing it because I want to use a word that's you know, a newer word. No, fuck that. Bisexuality is what I am. I fucking like dudes. I fucking like chicks and I fucking like anybody that identifies as anything in between. And I don't give a shit about what a person identifies as. I like a person for who they are. It doesn't matter what they look like. It doesn't matter what their genitals are like. It doesn't matter if they're pre-op, post-op, never op. I don't give a fine fuck. It does not matter to me. And I think that being queer is the right word to use. Okay, so this is how I would like like segue this into the the photos and the flirts and the DM or non flirts or lesbian continuum. Like I think like part of the interesting thing that I've been trying to like kind of do because you know people you know who've listened to this podcast have messaged me before and people who've like you know whatever bisexual identifying dudes or whatever for that follow you or know you like are into you have like sent me messages periodically and you know like I never know like right off the bat what the word sexuality is you know and like I think on some level like I'm okay with that because the conversation like if, if this person seems interesting to me regardless of like flirt or whatever you know like you know, you kind of, like, figure it out, like, you know, with a little bit of conversation, you know, and... That's that's true, and I think if I were to... It, it's more so in response to, like, when I get a hard eyes or, like, a... Right. You know, something that doesn't really warrant a, more convo, but then I still don't know, like, should I continue talking? That's the thing, is I'm just too shy to even sometimes continue talking, because then I think, like, oh, they're going to think... I think they were flirting, and they want right. more... Cause I'm, they know I'm bisexual and they might not be out or they might not identify as, I don't fucking know. Cause that's the thing is I don't know a lot of people's sexualities either, but I, I wear my sexuality on my fucking front page. You know what I mean? Yeah. By Felicia, you know? So it's like, it's one of those things where I'm like, are they putting it in my hands to like <laughs> make that next move? So that's where the confusion comes in. 
And I, my initial and always reaction, because I grew up hiding that I was bi and wanting to have girlfriends and them not be weirded out by sleepovers and shit like that, because I wasn't sexualizing my friends, obviously, but because I hid that for so long, my initial reaction is just to assume I'm not being hit on. That's a girl just being, you go girl to you, girl power, giving me like props for being cute or whatever. Cause I do that to women too, that I'm not necessarily flirting with. Right. Like right. I message my friends all the time. Oh, that's, you look great. That's pretty. You look you know, gorgeous in this, you know, blah, blah, blah. Cause I feel like I should prop other women up. Why not? So well, it's one of those things where I immediately go to like, Oh, they're, they're just being nice, you know? And then I miss out if they actually are hitting on me. Well, that's true. I mean, it, it's, it, that, I guess, you know, it's a little bit different in that realm. Cause like, I think uh, a lot of like, times like guys message other guys be like, Oh damn. No, no, women are more it, it, like, it's a more comfortable realm. Like, you know, like even female affection is not necessarily the first thing you jump to is like a sexuality question, you know, like, exactly. you know, and it, so it's hard for me. Cause like I, I I know 90% of it is just female affection, like chick to chick girl power shit, and I love it. But then the like I know 10% of it and there's probably people hitting on me maybe. And I don't know cuz I don't I'm too shy to be like, "Hey, so uh did you mean it when you said like hell yeah to the finger bliss tweet?" You know, like I don't fucking know, you know? It, it could just be somebody being like, "I feel you." Or it could be something to be like, I want you to feel me. And I can't tell because I can't flirt with the. I don't know how to flirt. So maybe that's what it is. So my, my advice would be if you're, if anybody's sending you messages, they need to make it obvious that they're flirting because it should be obvious. But like, maybe you are a little daft to the flirt as well. I don't know. But like. That's, here's the thing. Like the, people reply to a lot of my shit. And sometimes they're just saying like, you look pretty, you know, they're not really flirting where they want more from it. And that's also the other type of flirtation that exists, which is like flirting without intent. Like I'm flirting, but maybe I have a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend and I'm just telling you you're, you're cute. Cause it's okay. Whatever. So it's like, I never really know like wh- right. where I can tell with a dude when they're like, Joanna, you know, just send a heart eyes versus being right. like, oh, so let's go. They're, they're more forward with me. So well, I think it's like a double shy whammy and I don't fucking know what's happening. (laughs) So now when it's unclear, you just refer them to episode 53 of the screw podcast. (laughs) They they can now have like a clear understanding that they're going to need to be like more forward and more direct with their intent, which, Oh, there's going to be like this clunking sound, like a man with a, like a fucking crowbar is hitting um, somebody. (laughs) It's just my heat. (laughs) <laughs> i like how that like was all one sentence you're like <laughs> you need to be more direct and if somebody's hitting somebody with a crowbar like what the fuck Sorry. I was like, wait, i'm hitting people with crowbars like what the fuck yeah no 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 but no i mean like like when i get like a dick pic like in the dm like sometimes i wonder is this one of like our leftover rate my dick kind of like podcast left or like, somebody who just wants to show off that's the other that's, thing well people yeah that's because I've asked, I've asked, I think I asked one guy finally about his sexuality because it was unclear, like, if if this was, like, a full-on flirt, even though dick pics were involved, it was, like, they weren't talking about sex. So I was, like, all right, that's interesting, you know, just kind they of, were, like... You were showing off, essentially. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, like, you know, that's probably the only time I've had to ask. Everybody else has been pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe people just expect me to be the one to, like, do the flirt first. Or, like, the to give, like, the sign that I'm interested. I don't know. I don't know. Because a lot of times women are, are, like, identified as straight and then are actually, like, curious or interested in dabbling or what and like I still can't tell like I have no clue if you're really flirting with me and then I never want to say something too much like like I have a few like gal pals that are like gorgeous and I'm always like oh you're so pretty and I'm like fuck I hope they don't think I'm being creepy you know like there's like a lot of like women wrestlers I want to be like fuck yeah you look great but then I'm like fuck I don't want to be another like dude saying that shit because you know my sexuality is of interest to women and it's like fuck yeah. you know it's one of those weird, like, there's a line, and sometimes I don't know who's crossing what and where we're going with it, and I just, I get confused. So I just stay to myself, and I assume everybody just is telling me I'm pretty, and then I don't take anything further. All right. These but. people need a hit on you hardcore. Um. <laughs> yeah, mom's a girlfriend. <laughs> um, you know what I was thinking the other day? Like, I had, like... Like, it's been a long time since, like, I've been hit on by a woman. And, like, I mean, I'm really only into queer women, so that's probably... But there's a lot of queer women, I'm just saying. Why do you think that is? Is there, like, a, a reason? I don't know. I mean, I think, you know, because I mostly reference men or whatever, like, you know... I mean, I get called a gay man. I like, I, I, I'm fine with it, but like at the same time, like, I don't refer to myself as a gay man, and my partners don't refer to themselves as gay men. So like, it's like, it's weird that like even when I say queer, people change it to gay. Like, you know, it's. I mean, it's like whatever, but like that kind of thing, like always corners me into the idea that I'm like only interested in men, and like. I've never stated that. It happens that. a lot with me. A lot of people see the other way around. That's true. How interesting. Maybe that's why we're friends. <laughs> people, it's funny because people assume that you're a gay man and that I'm a straight woman, but really, I'm a gay man. And <laughs> <laughs> so, how about them apples, motherfuckers? How about them apples? How about that, Adam and Eve? <laughs> so, Speaking of, like, confusing dating, like, questions. So, like, I've been, like, totally out of the app world. Out of the app world because, like, I find it a very kind of, like, disconnected kind of place. You know, yeah, sure, like, you can always sort through a haystack and find a fucking needle kind of thing. But, like, you know, there's a lot of stuff, at least with, like, the grinders and scruffs and whatever. Like, you know, it's really tough to, like, have meaningful connections or even meaningful, like, friends with benefits relationships on there these days. And, like, it's been bumming me out because it's, like, totally turned into, like, the fucking orange menu or whatever. And, like, I don't know what it's like on these other apps, Blender, Lender, Fender, whatever, fuck. But, like, um, um, somebody was telling me about this Lex app. And, like, it sounds kind Wait, of funny. Is it called Lex? Is it, yeah, Lex? Is that is that right? Anonymous uh, friend in the background? Anonymous friend is shaking their head. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so cute. Um, yes, it's called Lex. Okay, they're pulling it up for me right now. 
Okay, so this to me looks kind of like personal Addy. Like all it is is like, like a classified. Wait, what? Like a classified. Like a classified, yes. Like classified ads with like a like a fun like title and then like what you're looking for, and it seems to be all queer friendly. So it's okay. Let me read the the description. Hold on, I'm pulling it up. Um. There with me, sorry. It looked like very highly rated in the app store. It's oh, better really? it's better rated than Grinder is. Wow, cool. Yeah. How are you feeling about Grinder lately? Oh man, I deleted that <laughs> shirt. I deleted it. You know, like Look, we have work to do, and, like, I always call that to task. We have to get out and figure out, like, some of these fucking problems in the community. Like, some fucking people are really disconnected. There's, like, so much drug use. It's, like, it's killing my soul. Like, we have to figure out what people need and, like, try to, you know, like, I'm all for a good time. Don't get me wrong, but you lose your life to it, oi, no, no good. And... You know, those capital T's and all the grinder profiles and little crystals, like, you know, if you don't know what those little diamonds are, like, heads up, like, it's crystal mass. So you're saying it's like a big drug thing now, and it's really not... Yeah, it's 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 a bummer because like you know it's not everybody obviously like you know I'm not one for moral panics. This shit's been going on in our community for a while, starting with fucking white affluent men and they've kind of passed it on to the communities of color like they're known to do you know the candy man kind of situation and like you know it, it it sucks because you know while you have the resources when you have a little bit of money to go and check yourself into a nice clinic and kind of clean yourself up and get back take the time off from work and then get back into it a lot of these brothers don't have that same kind of resource you know and uh you know, I, I I think, you know, and I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of reasons and a lot of it has to do with economic pressures and all sorts of shit. But like, you know, we, we have a, a disconnect, you know, our, our sense of community is, is, you know, not what I would hope it to be, you know, we, you know, we we talked about this shit in the 90s, like how everybody seemed to be an alcoholic once you like come out of the closet and go start going to the gay clubs or whatever. It seems like everybody like drinks a lot, you know, and like, again, I'm a good time boy, but like, I'm also like, let's like live healthy and happy lives. You got to evaluate why you're partying so much, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Well, so. This, so this Lex app, I just pulled it up and it says it's for lesbian, bisexual, asexual, and queer people, for mm. women, trans, genderqueer, intersex, two spirit, and non-binary people for meeting lovers and friends. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Sounds Fuck yeah. All right, so let me give you just some examples um, of a couple of, like, so they're very personal ad-looking, which is really cool. Oh, um, it's, like, old school. Yeah, it's just, like, yeah, like, you grab me with a title and you say a few sentences. It's perfect. Um, here, let's see. Uh, I don't want to, like, give anybody's info away, you know. Um Okay, here's one. It says blanket statement. Trying to eat in bed less, but would make an exception just for you. Postmates and chill. I'll feed you pie with my bare hands. We can use my comforter as a napkin. 
Life is long and the stakes aren't high. Not right now, anyway. Sweet and silly for sweet and silly. Can only afford seamless, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking... hilarious. Oh, I love it. See, right? that that gives me hope. That's what I'm saying, you know. Yeah. Sorry That's for the rest. Things but... like, um... Uh, writers, writing nerds, looking for critique partners, beta partners, accountability partners, etc. Honestly, just want queers to get excited about writing with. Doesn't matter where you are. That's so cute. That's awesome. What was what was the one anonymous friend read earlier? I liked that one. Oh, I don't know. Let me find it. Um, on, on your profile, people can write their pronouns, which is really cool. Yeah. Instagram, so that's even so you can like see the fuck the people are, you know. Nice. Yeah, I'm just I just am looking at this app for the first time, so I'm kind of giving guys like a play by play. Oh, I I'll put mean I'll put mean nothings in your ear. Skipping town, but not the fun, but not the fun this month. Trans mask daddy with a firm sext um, into bottoms. Want to be told when, where. And how they're going to lose control. I like good girls, especially, but open to everyone. Must be ready to do what I say and to feel distracted all day. That's cute. Ooh, I like I like the feel distracted all day one. Like, I, like that, everybody's like, ooh, that's hot, and I'm like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> I, it's, it's, I mean, that's a nice kind of like on the kink side ad. Like, I mean, I don't consider it kinky, but you and I are like... <laughs> All right, I'm going to read one more. Spackle my walls and show. Honestly, looking for a handy queer to help me spackle my bedroom walls because the previous tenant made a mess. I can pay you in tequila snuggles and great company. This is so good. I'm totally <laughs> doing this for <laughs> I'm going to spackle the fuck out of your walls, and then I'm going to totally hold your hand after. And that's it, because that's all I really care about. <laughs> Wait, and you're in for the tequila, right? Oh, yeah, I want hand... Oh, yeah, and some blunts. Hand-holding blunts, tequila, and maybe, like, a kiss on, like, the neck. That's all. That's, like, what I want in my life right now. <laughs> That's yeah. fucking awesome. I'm also going to hit up that trans mask daddy, because hello. No, they're mine. Oh, sorry, my bad. Anonymous <laughs> one. Bye. Bye. That's awesome. Oh, but I, this is adorable. This makes me, like, excited because if you can, like, be goofy and silly in your little thing, but also, like, tell me what you want, like, that to me is super more attractive than, like, going on fucking Tinder and being like, oh, my God, I can't tell if this girl's really gay or if this is a bot because she's too hot. Like, that's my current problem. <laughs> like, I go on Tinder and I'm like, this girl is, like, too hot even if it doesn't matter i'm not saying like masculine or feminine feminine i'm just saying like they might like their pictures are too fancy or like i swear i just don't trust anything anymore so i just assume everybody is trying to like stalk me and prey on me and i'm just i have ptsd from being stalked a couple years ago but still like i have like this big fear that there are people playing tricks on me like when a woman hits on me in my inbox i'm like I don't, unless I know them somehow, I'm like, I don't believe that you're real because I assume it's somebody trying to like play me. So like, I, this would be so much cooler to be able to read on this clearly like safer queer app where I could be like, I'm looking for this fucking, you know, I'd probably be like looking for a butch woman or something like that. Like a girl that'll turn me out, like, you know, and I'd not have to worry about like 
swiping through bots to get to that, you know? That's so does cool. Anybody have, does anybody have pictures or is it just words? Well, there are links to their Instagrams if you want, so you can see their Instagrams. I got you, I got you. So do you have to have an Instagram to sign up? Ew, fuck this person. Boner, boring stoner femme, seeking friends in Upper Manhattan, will not travel to Brooklyn. Sorry, not sorry. Aww. Fuck you. <laughs> what a snob. And no, you don't have to have one to sign up, but I'm sure it helps like when people are looking for, you know, stuff. Good to know. Good to know. Well, so, that's awesome. Yeah. It sounds at least something refreshing and new that isn't really new. It's old, but, like, right on. Yeah. I love that because, like, back in the day, like, you know, I used to, like, like read that, like, entrepreneur and all those, like, little, like, personals in the classified section. Some of them were really erotic. I mean, you know, it was sometimes hard to understand, like, the way they shortened some of the words. <laughs> but, yeah, I definitely found myself having to fill in some of these sentences because I'm like, whoa, I am so out of this generation of people that, like, have a fucking acronym for every other word that they say. Right. Yeah, I've never been to that. Like, there's so many new, like, you know, uh, just queer terms in general that I have to learn that like I didn't realize like the spelling make a difference and I don't want to ever be you know like non-inclusive so of course I'm like fuck like I have to google a new thing every day just to make sure I'm not saying anything wrong or like writing it wrong not saying it wrong but you know what I mean like the the written out words like I have to make sure I'm, I'm putting an x as in woman if I need to you know shit like that like those are the things that like I'm finding myself, I'm like, wow, I'm aging myself here because I feel very out of the fucking loop. But at the same time, it's also like, you know. I laugh when, like, you... When you talk about, like, I, I would tell somebody, oh, have, you know, you ever heard of CBT? And they were like, computer-based training? I was like, no, no, no. This fucking predates computer-based training. But I remember learning what CBT, because you would see it in, like, manhunt profiles. Like, I was like, what the fuck is CBT? And like, somebody's like, cock and ball torture. And I was like, what, what, why, why? <laughs> but why? I didn't understand. I mean, like, I, I'm all for getting my balls tugged on a little bit, but like, you know, not tortured. That's, yeah. But, you know, if you got a good, strong dick, more power to you. No, we're not having a CBT conversation. This is not happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, we already had a shit play combo. We're not doing it. So. Yeah. Oh. So for queer bees out there, Lex is the new cool app. Don't go on it unless you are, because that's fucked up. Don't be a douche. What else we got for apps? Any good apps to shout out? I don't use anything. I don't meet people. I'm a fucking loner, stoner, idiot. I don't either. Like, I feel like apps have, like, like they crescendoed. Like, at one point I had, like, a whole bunch, and now I use, like, the same three things over and over again. Yeah. I just miss, miss yeah. I miss when um, Blender was Grinder, but... <laughs> yeah. But for everybody, that was so sick. What can you do? I don't I know. Mean, not get murdered, that's what you can do, but... I mean, I would love to see, like, more spaces that, like, we all could actually chill at and meet each other at again. That would be cool. But I feel like there's there's things that go on, but, like, 
we're not hipstery enough or cool enough to like be a part of them. I think I don't like, like I, yeah, I don't want to meet people at pretentious events. I want like you know I know there are meet and greets, but they're like meetups kind of stuff. But like I just you know I don't ride a bicycle to it. <laughs> I want to meet somebody organically, like, so have a space where, like, things are always going on that, like, attract, like, right. you know, everyday queer folks. We're going to have to ask this, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm man. I'm looking for a really butch-masked dom woman that wants to um, make me miserable. Please, thank you. Wow. That's... Okay. I like it. Yeah, it's exactly what I need in my life. I just want another woman to ruin me. It'll be nice. I miss it. How would that happen, per se? Like, what do you mean by ruin? Oh, break my heart, make me feel bad, you know? Oh. Tell me to kill myself, like my ex-girlfriends all have in the past, shit like that. Why have they said that? I don't condone that behavior. It's terrible. I'm just making a joke about it. I don't know, because I'm obviously a shitty girlfriend, so clearly people have something to say about it. You're a shitty girlfriend? I don't know. Oh. I didn't well, see I'm single right now, so, you know. Light them <laughs> up. Oh, my God. Light them up. <laughs> just a uh, stoner. It's my own fault that I'm a loser. Did you say loner stoner? Yeah. Yeah. I guess that happens sometimes. I just have, I'm like, too busy dealing with wrestling shit and, like, other shit and other shit. Yeah, you're a busy person. What can you do? You know? Yeah. Oh, excuse me, girlfriend, while I sell my nudes. I mean, you know what? Like, that happens. You know? Sometimes you need to do that. True. It's true. And ultimately, do you want to date somebody that gives a shit if you sell your nudes? No, that's what I mean. I don't, I can't find people that like me for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, that's cool. You're a sex worker. That's cool. Like, you will. Uh-huh. You will. You will. I don't care. I'm very optimistic for 2020. And thank you for like, like fueling my optimism like earlier. I'm like, super optimistic about every other thing aside from my dating life, but I'm okay with not having a dating life right now is my point. Like I'm just over it. That's cool. Not yeah. over like a jaded grinning kind of sense. Just over <laughs> I'm too busy to care about it right now, you know? I feel you. I feel you. Like, I'm sitting on this podcast, editing a photo for our last podcast, making sure this promo's all set, editing porn, while making my many vids fucking contest alert. Like, what? I don't have time for fucking men, women, fucking... No, I'm all set. Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. Whatever works for you for now, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. And we're, we're, you know, we just have to build an empire. And... Yeah, I mean, I still do, like, the... Um, like I still have like my booty call or two that are like, you know, consistent to people in that way. But that's just because mama need to get some, you know. But I don't have to put in work with those things. Like the work is done. It's been done. Right. I now just enjoy the fruits of my labor. And <laughs> I, AKA, I get to do like 65% of the work in the bedroom instead of the whole like, you know, 96%. So 
that's fantastic. Yeah, it's a really annoying thing that happens when you become um, a fucking sex worker out and publicly in the eye of everybody and like a porn star person is that everybody expects you to be like this sick sex goddess. And while that's like in me and part of me, sometimes the sick sex goddess mama wants to take a fucking nap and or like wants to like put her arm, her legs behind her ears and like take it. You know what I mean? I don't want to fucking do that. So yeah. like. It's nice to be with people that understand that and aren't, like, expecting this, like, big fucking pomp and circumstance. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. That's awesome. Shit play and pomp and circumstance. All right, well, <laughs> should we wrap up? Yeah, uh, a minute 12 is a minute. An hour 12 is is a nice number. 112, remember that band? That, that R&B group? Band. No. I'm no. Not. No. No. Oh, okay. They sang. Uh, pe- they sang peaches and cream. Remember. Uh, how does it go? Sing it. No. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Up. I'll look it up. Eat it because you know that I'm a fiend. Spread it with ice cream. Honey, peaches and cream. It came out when I was like in sixth grade. I don't know. I've never heard that song. <laughs> I saw them on tour with like Mace and Puff Daddy once. Oh, cool. Well, throw back to my prepubescent years. (laughs) Right on. Well, thank you for listening to this. Thanks for listening. Um, For anybody tuning in, we're probably going to address some of the stuff going on in wrestling uh, next week, maybe. We'll have a guest, maybe not. Um, But either way, if you have anything you want to say or have us talk about, Write in to us at screwpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on the tweeter, which is, <laughs> which is the screw NYC, I think. Yeah. I don't know what it is. No, uh, no. And uh, follow us. Tell your friends. We're not just, we're doing God's twerk up in here, man. We're fucking, we're telling people about shit and then we're saying don't get, don't feel shame, but then also like get your shit fixed. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We're doing twerk. I didn't even gag once when I was talking about shit play. I only gagged when I was talking about two girls, one cop. So I deserve a gold star. I I gagged when you talked about two girls, one cop. Yeah, it's pretty bad, man. Don't watch it. Don't ever watch it. If you, I I never gagged. I have like no gag reflex. All right. (laughs) Well, on that note. Thanks for tuning in. Follow us. uh, Show us some love. We love you guys. We love our five followers and listeners. And uh, we'll, we'll catch you on the flip side. We'll catch you later.